Previously on Dice Paper Roll. Abby returned safe and sound. Poor Walt, half buried in the ground. Before they did roam, they slept at the gnome. Our prices, the best in town. Wait, I'm just. I, uh, uh, hey, uh, excuse me. Uh, Ricky, uh, are you still gonna give me a massage? Uh, or, or... I. Hang on. What? Are you doing my bit? No, no. I just uh, with my coconut husk. I'm just practicing. See? Is this my bit? No, it's, it's not. It's not. I'm just practicing some poetry. And we. Uh, I, we, I we... just came for a massage, and you're still in my bit. I was it? I promise. I don't believe it. You're a thief and a liar. We are gonna take our business elsewhere. Don't be like that. Until you serve us breakfast in the morning or something. Welcome back to Dice Paper Roll. This is episode 14. I'm Emil, and I'm playing Brackeye the Goliath Barbarian. I'm Greg. I'm playing Alan, Aaron, Aeon, and Asimar Sorcerer. I'm Jack, and I'm playing Ariki's son, and I'm a, I'm a tiefling bard. I'm Dan, and I'm playing Thandor, the human fighter and acolyte of Tempest. And I'm Ben, I will be DMing this game, but I've also been known to play Snatch, the Halfling Rogue. Excellent. So, uh, welcome back guys. Last game was filled with antics after rescuing Abby and returning her to her mother. Did you say antiques? Antiques, yeah, lots of old, old this things. Game was filled, with yeah, yeah, yeah. filled with antiques. It was, it was yeah. basically an episode of Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> we appraised things. It was, we appraised a yeah. bunch of really old shit that we found <laughs> yeah. in the caves. Buried an old man in the side. Yeah, yeah, shallow grave out the back. Yeah, yeah. Antiques Roadshow. Antiques Roadshow. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's in yeah, town yeah. again? Yeah. Oh, how do you yeah. know the pensioners? It was just barrels of lard. Oh, another pensioner's died. All right, bury him out the back. Okay. Uh, I so, say this must be the eldest pensioner I've seen in a barrel. Well, well. <laughs> ah, you can see he's buried in a barrel in the 16th century style. So, that's exactly what happened last game. Um, you, you returned Abby to her mother back at the homely gnome and buried Walt, the once was a werewolf, in the backyard of the inn and went to sleep. Brackeye had some strange dreams and your wound was still infected the next morning despite feeling, uh, everybody feeling very refreshed after a full night's sleep. The wound like the window was open. Mm, it was indeed. And mm. you awoke in the morning to the sound of horse hooves out the, in the street and a human girl in her mid-teens arrived and said, you must be the adventurers who agreed to Lady Verisal's request to come to Twelve Oaks. You all said, who the fuck are you? Didn't she say they were under attack or we had to go now? Yes, she said our village was attacked last night. Uh, Quickly, we must go. Who the fuck are you? My name is Devala. There is no time for details right now. How do you spell People that? are in danger, Brackeye. Fear not, Devala. That... We, we shall ride with you to the, to the town and protect those who need protecting. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just wondering, is it one L or two? D-E-V-A-L-A. Thanks. 
quickly. Davila. Isn't that a kind Hello, of Pissons. Good to see you. Uh, if you don't mind, I might just swap uh, my, my mount with a, a fresh one. Oh, no problem, no problem. He says, um, and uh, she you've got runs out the back. Can we, can we all get mounts? You've got mounts. We've all oh, got mounts. Do. Oh, yeah, shit. Snatch, <laughs> totally Snatch looks over at you and says, We've got mounts. What are you talking about? As he jumps onto the top of his Shetland pony and is ready to go. Wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Bex, <laughs> Bex jumps on top of his, runs yeah. out with a pack and says, All right, let's go. Bex, always prepared. <laughs> Sorry about um, that. Gee, I feel dumb. Uh, do we should we tell um, Rolf and Dolph that their their services are better left behind? They're gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. They're probably still in bed, quite hungover. One of them with a very sore lip. Good riddance <laughs> to bad wubbish. All right, well let's go. Right, uh, uh, let's go then. And uh, piss on the wait, 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 wait. You uh, you need to settle your bill. Oh yeah. Uh, or do we? A few gold would be nice. How much do we owe you? What's on? A few gold? Well, all right. One uh, each. Or to cover the uh, shoddy funeral so expenses right, guys, out the back there. I've got this. I've I got this. What, walked around the edge there and saw bloody feet sticking half out of the dirt. <laughs> it's all right. I've got this. So he holds his hand out to you, Ariki's song, and you drop a few coins. I begrudging, I like, look him deeply in the eye. And, is that good enough for you? And I hand him the the, um, the money. The coins clink into clink, clink, his clink. palm, and he deftly, swiftly counts it and looks up at you and says, "Oi, I still owe you a massage." And uh, Duval says, <laughs> says "Quickly, we can talk about details later." <laughs> yeah, massage is relevant, but later, come on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she um, slaps her horse, and it. Leaves at a gallop um, and up the path to the north. You all have a split second to react. Let's um, get on our shitlands and follow her. Jump on the horse and follow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My horse is still not quite comfortable with the fact that there's a tiefling riding it. Mm hmm. Um, so she sort of, I have to do a lot of. She like, does it, but in a kind of bitchy way. Yeah. She passes aggressively, goes, she's oh, just like, I guess I'll go. Alright, yeah. My horse is like just great. It's real happy to have me on there. No problems. We're old mates. My horse is. I fed it a carrot. Life's good. My horse is. Open palm. It's all good. (laughs) Not afraid of Gave you a bit of a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) There was some tongue. (laughs) <laughs> well, with a horse, there's a lot of well, there's always a lot of time. <laughs> a bit nippy with those. Nippy, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. I feel like this podcast is going into a weird direction. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. My horse is just a horse. If that was. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Just, yeah, just, mine's just, mine's pretty indifferent towards me. So uh, you leave a cloud of dust in your wake as you gallop out of Shadefall, and uh, Devala leads the way, and her jaw is set in grim determination. And you guys are galloping for like an hour, and you know that she's a very skilled horsewoman. How do the horses feel about it? I'm just continuity one. <laughs> <laughs> they feel ambivalent. Good. Yeah, good. <laughs> the way many horses do. Yeah. Horse like yeah. feeling. Except you look that. over at Snatch but and he's riding and his that? horse has a big old grin. It's just happy to be brought along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm on an adventure. trying to keep up. I was like, wait, wait, I'm having a really good time, but yeah. fucking wait. <laughs> I'm with the big boys. You can call it Snatch Caviar. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you guys ride to Twelve Oaks and um, you, you gallop for an hour and then slow down just for the horses to rest. And I like that. Yeah. 
Who? They'll like that. They will, yeah. They feel That's really good about it. It's a long, long gallop. Yeah, yeah it's about how long a horse you gallop for. Yeah, yeah. You slow a little bit to a canter and a trot here and there, but you try to cover as much distance as you can, and Davala sets the pace, uh, and she doesn't talk much uh, until about... Two hours later where you actually stop at a, a small stream for the horses to drink some water. And uh, the horses are breathing hard. And some of you who may or may not be used to riding are perhaps a little bit little bit sore. But she hops off and she says, we should take a quick rest here and then move on to 12 Oaks. I'm anxious to get back to, to my village. Brackeye dismounts, wanders down to the stream and like drinks some water, washes his wound replaces the bandage and also like washes his groin where he's riding the horse because it's like a bit sore. Okay. Just gets the water all up and around his crack and his perineum. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right up in the tent. <laughs> I was just about to say that's uh, plenty of detail. Thanks. <laughs> right up, just, yeah, douches his, his fleshy fun bridge. He, he teabags his balls in the stream, just kind of like wiggles him around. You guys look down and you just <laughs> see him kind of doing these squats squat. in the shallow water, hands on hips. Good dude. Oh, yeah. Good dude. <laughs> Good dude. How is he doing that without getting sausage in there? <laughs> Interesting. Mm. No comment. Uh, so while that's happening, I'll um, I'll <laughs> manoeuvre uh, Thandor's horse kind of between Duvala and uh, the wonderful display happening in the, in the water. So that she uh, doesn't see it? It's yeah. very thoughtful of you. Um, I'll try and distract her as well. And, uh, oh, <laughs> just uh, turn to her and just be like, oh, so, you know, can you tell us something about, like, the, the creatures that perhaps have been attacking the, uh, the grey, what was the name of the Twelve. shade? Twelve Oaks. Twelve Oaks. In the Are background. Ariki's <laughs> <laughs> flashing of water in the background. <laughs> Ariki's is completely distracted by this, and just her horse walks straight into the water. <laughs> you haven't even dismounted looking, it. Yeah, she's yeah. just like you're busy perving on Brackle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, rocky nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Thandor tries to speak a bit louder over the top of this bat. The sound of Kadushing. Yes, <laughs> Which you do, and uh, Devala says, well, they were goblinoids of some type. They attacked late yesterday afternoon. There were about 40 or 50 of them. Oh, my balls! Oh. <laughs> that is nice water. Uh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and did they take any of the villagers with them, or...? Uh, yes, they did. They did, actually. Um, they had prisoners when they arrived from the outlying farms and they threatened us with killing their hostages and the destruction of our village unless we surrendered to them. Fucking asshole, that hurts. <laughs> How did you get away? That's what I was going to ask. Well, and she's sort of looking over, trying to look over the horse at what all the noise is about, and Thandor, you kind of just nudge the horse around and pull its rein so that she, she can't see uh, Bracca. <laughs> we all live. <laughs> uh, sorry, what did you ask me? Well, Aelan just asked, uh, how, how did you manage to get away? Uh, well, see, for the most part, people of Twelve Oaks are uh, peaceful, uh, with little skill in martial arts, but there were some that did fight back. And uh, they were somehow magically put to sleep, but the rest of us surrendered and were ushered into the chapel, the local chapel, and we were locked in, and they set fire to it. But 
I was able to find a way out through the cellar and I left everyone to deal with the fire as I rode for you. My mother is the uh, leader of the village circle and she sent word to Lady Varasal some days ago and we received some back just yesterday that you were on your way, so I came in search for you. Brecco walks past in the background having removed his loincloth and used it like a towel floss. <laughs> <laughs> just like getting real deep in there. It's like toweling out his groin, just in the background. <laughs> have you yeah. seen have you seen a salesman at the at the town selling fire? Old um old, old you mean uh Degrenak. Degrenak uh, the fire salesman. Yeah, oh, we often buy fire from him. Okay, actually I thought maybe he w- might have been connected between the two towns. Uh Linmara also went up in flames and there was also a salesman of fire there, but it's probably the goblinoids. Probably the goblinoids. She just looks at you with her eyebrows raised and nods her head and says, but probably the goblinoids. That you saw Aye. set fire to your town. <laughs> yes, quite possibly. As they locked us in. Ah, the... was but a red herring. Wow. It was the fire salesman all along. <laughs> pretty direct evidence. Yeah. <laughs> well, then we should head there and, and help them put out the fire and rescue the townsfolk who've yes. been stolen. Well, hopefully they have put the fire out already by now, but I am anxious to get back. Yeah, you did get them out of the church before you left, right? Yes, yeah, we right. made sure everybody was out. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's quite lucky then. Good. Yeah, that's a good thing. I think we've, we've all rested. Haven't we, Brackeye? Brackeye is clipping up, like tying up again his loincloth and jumps back on his horse. Just... Stretches and goes, and burps quite loudly. <laughs> yes, I think that's a yes. I think we're well rested. So, uh, Davala mounts up and rides to the north and sets the lead again, and you all follow. And again, you set a very fast pace, and Brackeye, very quickly, all the work you just did, uh, is you're actually probably even more in pain, yeah. having tended to the area, and now you're riding again. Uh, yep. And... Yeah, it's it, oh, it's sore. It's sore. Your um, kidney's gone burn. <laughs> the chafing. Oh, you moistened it. No, <laughs> you've, made, you've made a terrible error. Yeah. And for another couple of hours, uh, you guys ride the last ten miles or so. So in total, you've ridden about twenty miles, and you arrive in Twelve Oaks around midday, uh, with the sun high above you. It's a clear blue winter's day. As you arrive, um, you can see that the villagers are in, in this town um, and they're, they're just picking up the pieces of the aftermath. Uh, you can see that there's one building um, that served as the house, house of worship to Pelor and it stands blackened and ravished by fire, but it still stands. And a lot of the villagers are kind of moving about in a daze, some attending to each other's wounds, uh, and there's a pile of corpses over to one side. And uh, your horses, you, you all arrive in the village. Horses come to a slow to a, a walk and then stop. And Davala dismounts and walks straight up to one of the other villages and starts talking to them. Um, yeah, well, I'll ride up behind, dismount, and mm-hmm. show us to the village leader. Girl. What's her name? Davosh. Davala. Davala. Devil Tam. Davala. That would be my mother, Beshed. And she turns around uh, and she talks to one of the other villagers and, and says, where's my mother? And that uh, villager turns around and says, oh, well, your mother, uh, 
She left last night in pursuit of the goblins. Which way did they go? Which way did they go? Well, you'd have to pick up the tracks. Nobody saw where they went. Which way did... We were all locked in the chapel as it burnt. Shall we um, look around for tracks of where the goblins went and see if we can follow and find their shed on the way? Yeah, sounds like a plan. Is everyone here, like, everyone's fine? They're, they're, yeah, like, uh, the villages and that sort of thing, like, other than, obviously, the pile of dead bodies, are the rest of the villages okay? The ones who are alive are all okay. They're in shock, and as you walk along the street, you, you can't help but have a look at the pile of corpses, and there are three or four uh, of the men, sort of burly bodies filled with arrows and um, some mortal wounds, but the, the main thing you notice is that all of them have been decapitated. And, oh, oh. Uh, and also next to the, uh, the corpses that have their heads cut off, you also, um, a little further away, you can see that there are about a dozen goblins, corpses of goblins, um, and you notice that their hands are all stained with a dark blue dye. It seems like uh, it's a different tribe of goblins. There's blue stuff. I mean, it's not the snipped ear goblins. It's we, the blue hand goblins. So all the goblins of the other one had their their ear cut off, did they? Yeah. Aye. And these ones have blue hands. Did they take uh, any of the villagers from your village with them? Yes, they did. Yeah. Tell us your tale, friend villager. Well, after uh, after our headless friends here, or after our... <laughs> <laughs> well, they weren't headless then. Uh, they had their heads before. I'm so glad <clears throat> you're so cavalier about it. Uh, oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I was going to mention it. Yeah, somebody had to clear the air. <laughs> all the room and all that. Right. Well, after some of the more headstrong among us... <laughs> mm, Got a bit, choice of words. Got a bit headstrong and cocksure, maybe. <laughs> Pretty much. After they uh, stood up to our attackers and besiegers, they uh, they were magically put to sleep somehow. They and got ahead of themselves. The rest of us surrendered and, and allowed ourselves to be ushered into that church there. But as they did so, they separated us from the children and took half a dozen of the children. Always the children. Always the children. And then there uh, was no one thinking of the children. When they set fire to the church, they was claiming glory of the mighty one or some such. Luckily, we got out, and then when we came out, we noticed that the men who had stood up to them had been decapitated. Well, you stick your neck out one time. Glory to the what? You try to get ahead Is of the breath. Are they? Are they? Cl- are mighty they one? Can, I want to do a the mighty one. In the I heat, think that's what they said. In the heat of the moment, it's easy to lose your head. Um, uh, I got a 19 on a perception check to see if it was like a clean wound on the, of the head removal. Was it? Like, was it a... Were they hacked through Yeah, were they hacked through or or were they... Pretty clean. Pretty clean. They brought out their, like, guillotine and... Yeah. One of the villagers tells you a couple of the goblinoids were big, big brutes. Much bigger than the others. Oh. Mm. I wouldn't want to fuck with them. Why? Well, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Am I right? Winning uh, smile. Ding! There <laughs> <laughs> you are, um, Alan. As you are. Again, it seems we chase, ca- kidnap children into the, into the woods. 
gonna get a reputation. Does anyone have any flour? <laughs> Does anyone have any flour? Oh, flour? No, I didn't pack any. Devala looks at you. What for? Any flour. <laughs> for the chafe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe to, to my nuts on. are in a right state. <laughs> All right, Nikuch is like she don't tartar taco. Getting out of a healing potion, just putting a bit on your fingertips. Maybe some talcum powder. Um, actually, there's a gentleman named Talcum who lives just up the road. He makes powder for just such a thing. Right. Yeah. Um, you go see Talcum and I'd, he. He gives you a sample for free. This will work wonders for your I chafing. Walk out of the shop and, like, just as I'm in view, I just lift up my <laughs> lift up my loincloth and just douse my undergarments and undercarriage with the talcum powder. Yeah, uh, getting right in on all the. Cracks. You hear one guy go, "Well, f- thank the gods, the children have been taken because that's fucking disgusting." <laughs> <laughs> We've seen enough horror this last night. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> Be gone with you. Haven't we suffered enough? I, I turn, oh, I turn, dear I turn, Lord. Oh, my eyes. I turn, oh. I turn around and do the back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just faint dead away. Snatch, you, you feel this like grabbing on your, your ankles and Snatch has come around the, the front <laughs> side of you. Ankles. Yeah, and says, come on, let's get out of here. That's not uh, what Ariki, that sounds Ariki. like. Come on! I accidentally get talcum powder. You're embarrassing yourself. I accidentally get talcum powder. Him in the, in the face with talcum powder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you big fucking Goliath. Come on! Ariki. Ariki um, rolled a 20 on a perform check to, like, to Can soothe you tell me when you're about to roll a check and then roll it, uh, okay. please, <laughs> just in future? Yeah, yeah you, sure. you can take that 20. Just, oh, oh, you roll even better. better. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what are you doing? Uh, I'm performing to, like, soothe the, the minds of the distressed villagers. Excellent. You crack out the lute and yeah. um, start to play a soothing song yeah. to calm their nerves and, and get them to realise that with time, all grief passes and mm-hmm. that with the heroes here, you will, uh, you will do your best to make sure that justice is served and that um, the uh, goblinoids are, um, will be taken care heal. of. Yeah. Yeah. The perpetrators. They will be dominated. I was looking for, yeah. how, how are we going to find these tracks? Yeah, well, I, I reckon... And then they're... you hear Beck's whistle. Ah, <whistles> oh, Bex, you uh, handy <laughs> little bastard. And he says, looks like the tracks are here. And uh, I found, oof, there's, there's many of them mounted on some kind of beast. It looks like a wolf track, but just bigger. It goes to the southwest. Rakai looks around. Well, we've seen something bigger than that. The warg. Yeah. Can, yeah, we roll, can, can I roll like an intelligence or like What's a Bex survival there? to see if it's the same as when we fought the roll an the intelligence check? Oh yeah, roll a survival. Bex was there for that as well, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He shot the ah balls. Ball uh, survival eight. Thandor, you you walk up and stick your nose, you know, a few feet away from the, the paw prints and looking, and you just sort of try to cover it and. Oh yeah, that's that, that's a big wolf. Yep, oh, that's a big, big him. He's a big him. Big, <laughs> that it is. <laughs> it's a big him. Snatches them. Well, uh, that's quite the observation there. Come on, door. let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Maybe we should follow then, because uh, it looks like the villagers here have everything in hand. Let's follow these tracks and find the 
poor children. Raka puts the rest of the talcum powder that it was on his hands on the horseback, jumps on the horseback and sets forth, leading, leading the charge, following the tracks. You feel much better with the talcum powder, Excellent. by the way. Good. You, you're sure to yell out, thanks, talcum. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, sweet relief. Was the guy that gave you the powder talcum? His name yeah. is talcum. Yeah. It, <laughs> it wasn't actually powder. talcum powder. Yeah, talcum powder. Or That's actually, where the name it's actually called Malcolm powder. <laughs> <laughs> so Bex leads you out of Twelve Oaks towards the southwest, and you have another probably three or four hours of riding as yeah. the land around you quickly turns to rolling hills that are covered in short, scrubby grass as you trot through it. And there are patches of kind of rocky outcrops here and there and the occasional cops of trees. And uh, after about three or four hours, you estimate maybe you've travelled a distance of 10, 12 miles or so. You crest a hill and you see a larger hill uh, a few hundred feet away from you, higher than the rest. Uh, can you all roll perception checks for me, please? Ooh. I to the red one. Ooh, um, he's good. Uh, 23. 16, 22, 17. Great. All of you see at the top of this hill, a few hundred feet away, are the weather-worn ruins of some long-forgotten structure. And as you ride towards it, you see in the distance, uh, you kind of see a couple of black uh, figures of, of birds that might be ravens take flight and flap away on black feathered wings. And as you approach the top of the ruins, you can see that there's little that remains standing and you're on the top of the hill. It's about 100 feet wide, but reasonably flat. And you can see that there's, um, there's grass growing through these cracked and ancient cobblestones. And you stand in what might have been a courtyard once. Uh, here and there lies a big chunk of stone. So it's going to be like, what, midday or a bit after? Uh, so it is hours. mid to late afternoon. Okay. So you arrived, you guys left Shadefall mm. midday, you arrived at... 12 Oaks, you weren't there for very long, maybe 15, 20 minutes to yeah. have a quick chat to everyone. So it's about three or four in the afternoon. Right. Truly, this is an auspicious place. Bad omens. Aye. Very bad, says Snatch, and points straight into the middle of the area. And you all look and you see this grisly scene in front of you. Um, there's a big stone that's covered in blood. Ah, uh, the, the oh. eclipse. So there's a big stone slab all covered in blood. From what you can see, do you want to roll an investigation? Fuck yeah. That's some Narnia shit right there. Ah. No. Ah. I was going to say Lord of the Rings, but... Um, investig... That's a three. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> that's, that's fucked up. That's, yeah. that's, that's really fucked I'll investigate up. it and get a 13. Uh, yeah, as you walk a little closer, Alan, you can see that there are skulls in a circle around this slab that's covered in blood, and the skulls have prints of bloody hands on them, or blood stains gushing from their eyes, and it looks like there have been candles affixed to the top of them, but it's they've the burnt same. down to the stub. Yeah, you it's the same ritual as the cave. You point it out, and it reminds you. You've seen this before, have you? Uh, yes, we have. Before, oh, we, you weren't before there. we met you in the town of Lindra, we rescued some children and we followed goblins to a cave like this one. And this ritual was taking place, and uh, we managed to interrupt it and stop the children from being possessed. But uh, unfortunately, a friend of ours 
a travel companion was struck down by the evil ritual. Braco says, looks like we were too late for this one though. We missed that there, there was the eclipse last night, the same as the eclipse that had happened at the last ritual. And as you're talking about this and walking around the this kind of large blood-stained stone, which seems to have served as an altar, you actually see on the other side a very grisly scene, the corpses of several children with their bellies ripped open and there's one uh, that has just its throat slit lying with lifeless eyes staring up at the sky. Brackeye's going to roll, I'm going to roll a perception check just to see if there's anything around. Ariki's going to roll a heel check. Okay. 14. Heel check. Uh, Brackeye, you stand and survey the scene. Uh, what did you get? 14. Uh, you do notice uh, other signs uh, of habitation. You actually then notice like a, a, a old kind of crappy cook pot, signs of an old campfire, and then you start to look around and you realise this area has served as some kind of campsite to a large group of creatures. All right. I'll uh, make a bit of a perimeter check. Yep. So as you're doing that, Ariki's song, you walk up and kneel down and... I rolled an 11. For what? A heel check or a yeah. medicine check? A medicine check, To yeah. check... To whether... check it whether they can be revived. I figure it's like the medieval... <laughs> it's the medieval ages. Like, we yeah, don't sure. actually know if someone's dead. Yeah, so you <laughs> kneel what's down... Your what's your character's intelligence again? Uh, oh, no, no, it was a rhetorical question. 13. <laughs> you kneel down and there's a voice inside your head. You're telling yourself... This is this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> this is uh, not gonna their bellies are ripped open. The throat is cut. Yet you still, with the one with the a belly ripped open, put the two fingers to the pulse of the neck and look up to the sky as you count. And yeah, they're dead. Oh no, that's my pulse. <laughs> <laughs> and Snatch says, "Don't even think about burying them. They're fine where they are." I know that seems a bit harsh, but uh, your burials. Yeah, no, they, they need to be buried properly. We're well, gonna, you make sure you oversee I'll, it then, Thandor. I'll, because... I'll do that. I'll, I was actually going to the see if maybe, if maybe I actually like knew any kind of significance about these ruins, or like if I knew where this place was, like from history or yeah, roll a history check. Well, if, there's, if there's some kind of significance to mm. this this place. Have I discovered anything in my perimeter? I've been rolling so many fours. You switched the dice. Yeah. You're no, this is four. Bronzy, yeah. Um, history, um, that's going to be a six. A six? You know that this place is full of history. <laughs> <laughs> so much history here, guys. You know, like, it really, it, you, you, can, you can really breathe it. You know, you can feel I think that's the, the dead bodies, actually. Yeah. And as you do, take a deep breath, a fly buzzes up into your nose. <laughs> Thandor chokes for a moment as Snatch wanders up to Brackeye. And, what have you found? And you point in the direction to the west. You see a large set of tracks heading westward. Tracks. It's, it seems we're too late to save the children, but perhaps we can... Stop this from happening again. Abraham, I, I close or at the, least find out information eyes. on the mm. size of this group because that sounds like a lot of goblins and a threat to all of the local countryside. Aye, a band of forty. 
Well, how how many goblins were a part of the group that attacked Lindborough? I don't know how many did we kill. There's only ten. Are there about ten forty or, so. or fifty from memory? I believe. Did right. attack Lindborough? Nothing. So, and then we what we killed about half of them. Brack guy sits up in his saddle, kind of a little bit tenderly, sniffs the air, like cricks his neck and just like fucking piss bolts with the horse down, following the tracks. Uh, great. Fuck. So jump on the horse and chase <laughs> after him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I look at the children that are still like lying in the open ground and put your shovel I, away. I I put I put a hand out and I just uh you know say I'm sorry, children, but. Uh, we must go, and I'm gonna have to fucking leg it and head um, towards my horse and hop on. I, while I'm Can kneeling, I, I close the the eyes of the of the child <laughs> and hop onto my horse. Yeah, so Thandal stands behind you. You hear him muttering a prayer of apology that he doesn't have time, due to his uh, brash Goliath friend, to give them a proper burial. And and you lean forward, you move your fingers from the neck just to the eyes and. <laughs> close them and they don't quite close yeah, properly and they flick it back already... open. Yeah, and it's quite difficult and you spend a second just trying to press them close and then you look over your shoulder and you're like, oh, I've really got to go. Thandor reaches out a hand and just like, slow. Yeah, you feel his hand in the back of your collar. Just, I, and, just I, and I lose my balance and I accidentally push my hands through the eyes. Oh, that's oh. so gross. Oh, no. Yeah. It's got us all over again. Deviled eggs? Devala. Oh, Devala, no, she didn't come with you. Uh, oh, Someone should, you know, tell the villagers where they can recover the bodies of the children so they can enact a proper burial. Who's going to do that? My messenger pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Snatches on top of his Shetland pony and he goes, What are you all waiting for, this idiot's bloody... I'm a race. long way away by now. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is why this has been about... Five or six rounds already. So we'll, we'll have to just, on our way back, back through, we'll, we'll have them. to let them know. Or we may be able to take them back with us on our way back through, okay. back to the village. It's all we can do now. Let's, we have to catch up to Brack Eye. To, oh, he die. may be in danger. <laughs> he may be in danger. <laughs> Quick, right people. on. Let's go. Well, Brack Eye is like... probably a good couple of hundred feet away from you. Yeah, he is. Now. Yeah, we'll you said that like a gallop, didn't you? I had piss bolt. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's a gallop. Let's chase him. Well, you can, you, at a fast pace, you go about 400 feet in a minute. So, yeah, it's been about uh-huh. a minute. Um, I yeah. attempt to jump on my horse. Okay, and you do. There's no roll okay. required. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I was really keen to use my horse jump skill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a mount uh, horse check. Oh, you don't mount the horse, um, you die. 13. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Yeah. You, you horse clumsily... kicks you in the face. <laughs> yeah, you, clumsily... you get an acquired brain injury and your life is now hell. <laughs> yeah. What's that film with Clint Eastwood and um, Angelina Jolie where they like, where she falls off the in the boxing match and breaks her neck and the last half of the film is just in the hospital? That oh, sounds million, fucking million, awesome. Million dollar baby. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So you clumsily jump on your mount uh, and don't end up like Angelina Jolie in Million Dollar Baby. That was Hillary Swank. Yeah, whatever. Oscar winner Hillary Swank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. That chick never worked again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I follow dead on the heels of Brackeye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Real. I'm, 
It's actually surprisingly straight. Just goes straight there. I'll roll to see how straight you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. Okay. You guys ride hard after Brackeye. <laughs> Brackeye, roll a survival check. Can do. Uh, that is twenty. Seventeen on the dice. Yeah. Great. Do you look? Are you looking behind you or anything? Or no, you're just, I'm going. Just riding. Great. Yep. Brackeye has bolted, and he's a good four, five hundred feet in front of the rest of you. By the time you get going, Thandor's going to be riding along with his glaive drawn because mm -hmm. thinking that there's some kind of trouble and just going to try and keep an eye out in all directions. It's a glaive idea. Yeah, nice. Glaive <laughs> idea? Yeah, really right. Ariki is banging a drum on with a tail. Excellent. So uh, I'm just riding the horse. Yeah. yeah, so snatch. How does the so horse feel? Good. <laughs> uh, so so you guys head west uh, after the tracks and you start to slow down after a little while, enough for everyone to catch up to you. The horse slows and... Um, and, and Bex catches up and kind of gives you an approving nod and says, nice tracking, Black Eye. Mm. Well, the path is pretty easy to follow, sort of. <laughs> uh, quite clear. There's easily a good 15 or so of these creatures that we look to be following. Mm. And you, you guys slow to a walk at some points. The hills are all around you and, and you travel for a couple of hours. Path takes you across a wide, shallow stream and the land becomes quite rocky so at this point it has been a couple of hours your horses have need to slow down to a walk does anybody you've still got your glaive out but you've quickly realized that we caught up there's with... nothing around you oh you 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 guys are caught up to brackeye but at this stage so yes i think that the goblin groups are maybe somehow linked although it's clear that they're two separate tribes because the blue hands and the clipped ears are, are separate that's a, an incredible observation well, I did, I did roll quite well on my perception. What about your intelligence? Do you know a... Um, not a lot. Oh, not so intelligent? Just no. Just incredibly charismatic. Just very... So would you be able to make, draw that bow and make that conclusion? Well, that's why I made the check before that to see, uh, perceive the link between the, the ritual and the previous ritual. And of an average intelligence. Is that them. perception though? Rakai resolutely follows the path and kicks his horse a bit faster and like. Do you, gets, if gets you want me to take a different front. check to no, I think I mean I think he's of average intelligence. You see the same ritual, and the same children being abducted. No, I, it's good. I don't think it's a. There, seem, there seems draw. to be a very uh, a lot of uh, similarities between the two, at least. Yeah. What are they doing? That's what I'd like to well, know. They possessed. Uh... Well, they didn't possess him. They turned him into a whole different thing, didn't they? Good wings and a tail, and so they turned well, him into some sort of poor old Bruval. Aye, Bruval, the devil beast. Now, yeah. something like that. Right. Well, that sounds pretty fucked up. It was very fucked up. So this is the conversation that's happening as you guys are steering your horses across this very shallow stream. Uh, you know, the ones that are actually kind of like mm. 50, 60 feet wide or whatever. And uh, you, you navigate across there and the land has become quite rocky. And Brackeye, you're up the front with Bex and Snatch uh, not far behind you. And uh, the hills are kind of more cliff-like as you follow your quarry and the tracks that they've left. Um, now moving more towards the northwest than the west. The path is about 15 feet wide, maybe. And as you progress along it, the cliffs actually rise up higher above you. And then suddenly, Bex just holds his hand up with a, a fist. And you guys all stop 
and the, the horse's hooves clop on the stone and he puts a finger to his mouth and, and looks at you, gives you the sign for danger. And can you all roll perception checks for me, please? I don't know what oh, time it is. 23. Oh, perception, six. did you say? Yeah. Perception? Yes, please. 11. 9. 6. Okay. What did you get, Ricky? 23. 23. Nice. Yeah, just hang it out. Do it with my hair. <laughs> Well, you guys are, are talking, uh, yeah. Thandor and Alam in particular, you're talking about what you've seen, and Alan, you're filling Thandor in on the other ritual that you'd seen, and Thandor, you're quite interested in asking questions. Ariki's song, you, you happen to tune in at the right moment. Um, Brackeye, you listen as, as Bex gives you the signal for danger, but you, you can't hear what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly you guys notice you actually are in... A kind of a ravine and you hear the sounds of many animals trotting up both in front and behind you and you sort of wheel your horses around your horses start to whinny and snicker in fear and you actually see that you are surrounded on both sides by a large group of goblinoids that are mounted on wargs the cliffs on either side are a good 50 feet above you and you can see a group in front of you. There are eight mounted creatures. Four of them are goblins, and they all have blue dye-stained hands. And there are these other four red leather-skinned goblinoid creatures, uh, which you recognise to be hobgoblins. They look similar to the, the spell-casting goblinoid back in the cave uh, where you saw the ritual. And you see behind you a similar group. So you're surrounded on both sides, eight in front, eight in the back, Four hobgoblins, four goblins on either side. None are up on like the actual ravine edge or anything like that? No. up top? You guys are in a a kind of a dip in the the pathway, so they're both groups are actually above you. The path is 15 feet wide, uh, so you are surrounded. Um, Each group is is kind of positioned with with four goblins in front on the wargs and four hobgoblins behind them. Uh, so they've got the, the weaker kind of goblins uh, in, in front of them and a lot of them either hold javelins or short bows knocked at you and there's one stronger, bigger looking hobgoblin, uh, this big brute that seems to be in charge uh, who is stand there in front of you, Brackeye and Bex. Uh, are the ho- are, sorry, are the hobgoblins mounted on wargs as well? Yes. So all these creatures are on? All of them are mounted. So a quick count reveals there are 16 mounted figures, 16 wargs, 8 hobgoblins and 8 goblins. All of them have ranged weapons. Clearly uh, coming towards us. Th- they, they've ridden over the crest of this peak. You guys have been ambushed. They are maybe 30 feet away from you on either side and you are hemmed in to this ravine uh, with nowhere to go. And this big brute that's uh, about 45, 50 feet away from you, Brackeye, kind of grins and his red leather, leathery skin uh, splits and goes, I don't know who you are or what you want, but you're too late to stop the mighty one. It's a good day to die, don't you think? Attack! And raises his right fist up into the air. 
And that's where we will end this episode. No! Yeah. Oh, man, I was like, oh, I'm gonna draw my fucking glade and I'm gonna be, all, I'm gonna be taking out the people on the back. Oh. <laughs> next week, Danny, next yeah. week. Okay. Yep. Next episode, mate. Okay, alright. <laughs> Live to die another day. Hold on to that engine. Wow. Awesome. That was episode 14 of Dice Paper Roll, in which our heroes ended up somewhere. In Shitsville. Shitsville. <laughs> in a whole lot of trouble. In a whole lot of trouble. Surrounded on both sides, front and back, by some golemoids. The blue handed ones. Yeah, we were up shit creek without a paddle. They are better organised than the old ones. Yeah, they are. Those mm. ear tippers, they mm. were shit house. Shit house. Mm. These guys, they know what's up. I don't know, I thought they were pretty good. That's really rude. How do you feel about that, Danny? Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't organise an ambush yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They didn't know we were coming. Mm. I hope they've got low hit points. They probably don't. You should subscribe to our podcast and you should also review our podcast. That'll help us out a lot. Yep, that'd be mm. super amazing. Uh, it's very, very helpful for new podcasts to get as much exposure as they can. So like, share, head to Facebook, uh, hit us up on Twitter. That'd be amazing. Instagram as well. Yeah. And the handles are at Dice Paper Roll for all of those. My handle's not... Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm.